finds Draymond Green. Green to the basket, kicks it out of Godala. Thompson for three. Bang! Clay Thompson from downtown. It's a six-point lead. Timeout Rockets. A stunned Toyota Center crowd has watched a seven-point fourth-quarter lead six point deficit yo 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 guys what is up and welcome back to another episode of the game six clay podcast it's your boy gotham uh with my boys matt and chuck and uh gentlemen welcome back um this is a fun this is a fun episode um i'm just i'll just jump right in man uh we have a whole new platform that we're dropping this one on shout out to our youtube people um seeing us on our faces putting a face to the Mm -hmm. to the voice um Hopefully our faces live up. I told y'all we're pretty good looking dudes. Um, got some cool voices and our takes are always are always good. So um, uh, we got a fun one. This is the draft episode, ladies and gentlemen, um, as our very own Matt Cardoza uh, previewed last week, his beautiful idea of an all decade Warriors uh, team draft. Um, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be the second half of the show. Um, for the first half, we got, we got some fun, fun Warriors content to go through, but uh, as always, before we jump in, Matt, Chuck, how are we living, brothers? We're doing great. You know, offseason just flew by, man. Like, we got – soon it was training camp, and now we got preseason action. Uh, we're we're sneaking up on regular season about two weeks away. So, man, we're living good out here. Yes, how sir. about you, Matt? Matt? Dude, life's good. I'm on a little fall break right now, man. Got a week off, so I'm back home. Uh, seeing the buddies and seeing the family now. It's been a good good time. This, the offseason did go by so fast, dude. It has been nuts. I can't believe the season starts in two weeks. It's crazy. Incredible. Ring night number four. Um, hell of an offseason. Uh, we've had we've had our episodes, offseason episodes, a lot of KD talk, a lot of hypotheticals, what would happen. Um, but the season's here. Preseason training camp is is right here. The Warriors obviously are in the thick of their training camp right now. Um, but uh, before that, um, had a nice uh, had a nice little trip to Japan. Um, guys, I just want to, it was some fun content, man. You had Clay and Steph running that three point show, three point shootout. Um, just some cool, cool content. Uh, I think that it was Andrew Wiggins was scared of a hedgehog. Um, there's <clears throat> some fun little uh, off season, uh, I guess, or end of the off season kind of stuff, but, uh, also had two preseason games against the Washington Wizards. Um, two dubs, um, again, it's kicking off the, uh, the exhibition season, right? Um, but Chuck, you were the one that saw most of this preseason. Um, you saw a lot, obviously you're, you're, you're a film guy. Uh, what'd you see? What'd you, what were your takeaways? Um, just, um, you know, kind of from what you saw from the young guys, um, obviously the old guys, you, you kind of know what you're getting, but from, from the guys that were out there, um, what did you, what did you take away from, um, this, uh, these last few preseason games? I mean, the biggest takeaway is definitely the young guys, it, especially that stretch down in the second exhibition game. Um, Watching Patrick Baldwin, Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, James Wiseman, like all these guys really thrive. Uh, Pat Spencer was a guy who I had a lot of fun watching. Um, you know, Mac McClung, even though he got waved, made some plays. Uh, Travion Williams, you know, he looked pretty exciting. Um, he's already been a camp cut. He'll probably end up with Santa, with the C-dubs. Um, but he's... He's looking awesome. He can really pass. Uh, he's physical and throws his body around. But I think the biggest story from the first game was probably that James Wiseman just looked healthy. Uh, he looked like the basketball player that we thought he could be, at least physically. Um, and that's 
that's, I think, really important because if he's looking the healthiest that he's been in this Warriors uniform, then it puts sort of a different perspective on where he can go with his development. Because I think it's pretty fair to say that he's been sort of playing with one hand tied behind his back uh, the last couple of years, uh, especially if you include his time in Memphis. So awesome for Wiseman, of course, you know, just him being out there, being healthy, uh, being able to like show that activity, that physicality, that vertical explosion that make him sort of a fun pick and roll threat, lob threat, um, a general like, you know, rebounder and finisher. So that that's all great. Um, I think the biggest takeaway from the second game was Patrick Baldwin. He looked like the real deal. Uh, again, looking like at a much healthier point than he was last year. Uh, the shot looks real. The relocation skills look natural. He's got incredible footwork. Like I just love watching the guy play. And you put all of that into a big frame uh, into this offense that's you know so based on motion. Like it's just it's just like a whole different it's just a whole different dimension to this team. I think um, if he can be a guy who actually contributes rotation minutes at some point this season. What'd you yeah. guys think from what you got to see? 100% man. I think for me, I, I didn't catch um, the 3 a.m. game. Um, fake fans. Sorry guys. But um, I did see a lot of the highlights and uh, did watch that fourth quarter. Like you mentioned, Chuck with the, with the young guys kind of put, uh, put the team on their back and, and came had that comeback, but for me, like kind of like you said, like the young guys that, like just seeing them develop and having having like the the off season for them to kind of get some chemistry going. You heard, I think it was Patrick Baldwin and James Wiseman. They, they were talking. All these young guys, they've been they've been working out together for the last couple of months, and you know, for them to you know get some game action, uh, you know, obviously preseason, but for them, it's their first real taste of NBA ball, and um, to be able to come back against a team like the Wizards. Again, the preseason, but still double digit comeback in the fourth quarter. You always love seeing stuff like that. Um, but my biggest takeaway from preseason and you know, or the Japan trip and kind of seeing those first two games was the sky's the limit for this team. I, I genuinely think that they are going to be better than last year. Um, you factor in the, the, the foundational six. Um, obviously, we know what they're going to get. I think Wiggins takes a jump. Poole takes a jump. Uh, continues to make those leaps like we've talked about in the uh, some of these offseason pods. But um, just the way you saw Moses Moody, Jonathan Kuminga, Wiseman, um, those first three guys kind of kind of be the rock for these the the Rollins, the Rollinses, the Patrick Baldwin's, and just to see how comfortable they looked. I mean, I think that given give them an entire season to develop and find their role, find their niche on this team. Um, come playoff time in April this this coming for this coming season, um, I genuinely think that this team has a has a very very good chance to be better than they were last year. Love Dante Divincenzo, love Jermichael Green. Both those guys look great. Um, I think Dante Divincenzo brings something that um, kind of a mix of what um, Otto Porter and uh, and Gary Payton kind of brought with that defensive mindset. He's another ball handler. He can shoot. Um, so kind of a cool. Um, I think he's going to fit in great. So I, I genuinely think the ceiling for this team is higher and. Obviously, when the ceiling is a championship, you know you're feeling good coming into coming into year two on the on the repeat run. Matt, what you uh, what you think, man? What, what was your takes? Yeah, I kind of, I mean, I like that the highlights as well. So, um, game one, a lot of it was Wiseman, obviously. In game two, uh, people were chatting about uh, Baldwin. It just the thing that's kind of striking me so far is just that you know around the team, people are talking as if these guys uh, are ready to play right now. People are talking about Baldwin as a guy who might get on the floor, even though he's a rookie who, um, you know, going into the draft and coming out of the draft, there were questions about defense and health. The fact that the, the rhetoric around him right now is, 
you know, potentially, potentially seeing him on the, on the court's pretty cool. Um, again, Chuck, you kind of hit it with the wise of men. The fact that he so far has looked just like a playable, uh, healthy NBA player. Like you said, if he can come in and do anything this season, uh, win, win, um, Goss, I think you were kind of suggesting this man, but just like the, the, you know, the, the temperament around the team right now seems really, really positive. You know, everyone there seems really happy. The new guys seem like they're fitting in really seamlessly. Um, I don't think we talked about it yet, but Iguodala's back. And like, that's, that's been a huge development of the off season. And, um, you know, he had some funny comments on DiVincenzo and how good he's looked so far. I'm looking forward to seeing that stuff in the season, but. Uh, apparently, DiVincenzo and Moody are already kind of looking like a really good backup two or three combo. So, uh, just looking forward to all of them, man. The team, the team, I think, like you said, is set up to do really well this year, even in the event of their older guys missing some time, which they almost, almost certainly will, you know? So, um, given that the trip has started off a lot happier than the last trip to Asia, it sounds like, uh, I'm feeling good about the season, man. I'm looking for, I'll catch those games at some point. I haven't had a chance so far, but, uh, I'm feeling good about how things sound coming after the short preseason they've had. Yeah, no, I think what's cool too is when you look at just the overall share of the players that are like that, that are young on this roster, um, you know, not only does that bring like an exciting element, if they can contribute in some unexpected way, but you know, like you said, Matt, if, there are guys who struggle with injuries and you have people who are ready to step up, people who are ready to contribute. Um, I think we've sort of seen, we've sort of seen the path to progression, I think more with Moses Moody than anyone where, you know, last year he was in that, you know, sort of wait and see position where his minutes were all dependent on what happens around him more than what he did. Cause there were guys that were ahead of him and, this year, I think we're going to see him have a legitimate bench spot. You know, like there's going to be minutes that are his and his to lose. And if you look at, you know, Kaminga is going to have a pretty similar bench spot as well. You know, I expect him to get sort of the minutes that Bielitsa left behind um, and follow that sort of similar trajectory. But if you're a Patrick Baldwin Jr. or a Ryan Rollins and you're looking back and you're, you know, sort of the – Hey, stay ready. We'll see what happens, guys. Uh, you've got to be looking at Moody and Kaminga and say, hey, you know, if I stick to it, I perform, I compete, I improve. They will trust in me and they will give me playing time going forwards because the Warriors, you know, there were a lot of uh, a lot of very valid questions raised about the spending in the offseason and whether or not they really, you know, put everything they had into keeping this roster together. But one factor that definitely played into it is the youth at their disposal. Yeah. It's going to be really cool to see if you got him good. No, I was going to say, I was about to pivot to uh, spending, but you finish up. Uh, oh, no, all I was going to say is like you said, that these guys are going to have opportunities. Like Kerr, if you, if you can play and you try hard, you play hard on defense, Steve Kerr is going to give you minutes. So if, if Baldwin or Rollins even sniff the court, it's a good sign so far. Cause that means they are probably doing those things in practice. I mean, we're talking about a guy who, you know, chose Damian Lee over every other wing they had a couple of years ago. So uh, those guys can show that they, they give some effort, understand what they're doing on the defensive side of the court. I think it'll be a cool, cool development. But Gotham, you were transitioning us to an important uh, topic on, on money. So oh, go it's ahead. The mo- it's, it's always money ball right now, at least with uh, to the, the biggest kind of question mark on the horizon for the Warriors. Obviously, 
Um, a lot of these guys, uh, deservedly so, are up for big paydays. Um, Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, uh, Draymond Green being the first three of that foundational six. Looney obviously got locked up this uh, this offseason, but um, big uh, big signing in Miami. Tyler Hero with a four-year, $130 million deal. Um, congratulations to Tyler Hero. Um, I think that's an overpay, uh, personally. But Tyler Hero, sixth man of the year, um, dude is a is a very bright young player. But we also have one of those in our very own Jordan Poole. And uh, his restricted free agency deadline is coming up in two weeks, I want to say. I think it's the 17th. Um, the day before the season starts, yeah. day before the season starts. Um, and, you know, obviously we all love Jordan Poole. I think all three of us are on the same page in terms of what we think he can be. Um, what he's already done for this team last season, just stepping in as that um, kind of secondary guard when Clay was out and then being the kind of the perfect hybrid co- combo guard, um, whether you played him at the one or the two, um, he's kind of the the mix of Steph and Clay. And I, I genuinely believe that he is the one young guard, maybe Darius Garland side, that is genuinely the next Steph Curry. Not saying he's going to have the same impact, not going to say he's going to be the same you know, tier of all, all time great, but um, the tools that he has, the off ball kind of way he can play, the shooting ability, scoring ability. Um, Jordan Poole is a real deal. And uh, that restricted free agency deadline is going to be looming large. And this, you know, this Tyler Hero contract is going to play a factor in those negotiations. What are you guys' thoughts on, you know, obviously the Hero deal, is, is, it is what it is, but how does that impact um, Jordan Poole either re signing before this deadline or going into restricted free agency? How do you guys see this playing out? What do you guys want to see kind of happen? And what's kind of just your gut reaction after that, after that hero signing? You know, I'm not sure how much it's going to change necessarily. Jordan Poole is a star in the making and the Warriors are going to have to pay him as such. I think, you know, people have brought up like, oh, we know hero has six man of the year. He has this, he has these scoring numbers. He's been more consistent. Um, great. You know, Jordan Poole was like 10% better in true shooting in the playoffs than Hero has ever been. Uh, he's a more capable playmaker, I believe, than Hero can be. And he could be a pretty similar, if not better, shot creator and shooter. So I think it sort of reinforces the thought that the Warriors are going to have to give up a lot of money to keep Jordan Poole. But I think we sort of knew that already. What do you think? Yeah, I, I'm on the same page. I didn't really see any scenario where Poole was taking the hundred million that Anthony Simons got, or the like hundred and ten or whatever that um, Brunson got. Uh, the guy is going to get he's going to get maxed out this summer, pretty close. If the Warriors don't sign him, and I think his camp must know that. I mean, so those two months where Steph was out, or whatever it was six weeks where Steph was out last season, Jordan Poole averaged like 25 points a game and. His splits were pretty ridiculous. I don't think he shot. I don't think his field goal percentage was super high, but I think his true shooting was awesome. I think he shot something like 39 or 40% from three, and he made more threes than anybody in the league in that stretch. Um, and it was, Gotham, like to your point, this is a guy who's shooting off the dribble uh, like Steph. He's moving off ball like Steph and Clay. Um, he deserves every penny. And from all indications, just given, again, I, I always go to the athletic guys kind of far, so far as like a barometer of uh, where things are at. And they have spoken pretty positively about how they think it's going to go. And it's just the fact that Bob Myers meeting with pools, um, pools reps this coming week as being a good sign. So I actually kind of expect this deal to get done. I think it's going to be that same, probably for 130 deal for 120 deal with the incentives. But um, I think it's the right move. Uh, I think the Warriors know and 
the organization probably knows that um, it's going to be on on uh, Clay Thompson in a lot of ways to figure out that you are getting older, and we all love Clay here, but like that's the guy where if Jordan Poole is going to be happy in the at the Warriors long term, it's going to be because he's a starter eventually. And um, that's no shit on Clay. I think Clay should be. They should honestly just switch roles in the next few years, right? Clay could become that ultimate sixth man off the bench. I don't think it changes things too much. And um, there's honestly a good chance Poole starts 35 to 40 games this year anyway, with just the way Stephen Clay should be sitting. So I, I just think things are going in a good direction, and he deserves every penny of it. I think the Warriors know that. As far as the comparison to Hero as a player, I don't. It's been cool to see the consensus kind of switch from uh, from Hero being this guy that's you know super heralded to Pool, kind of I think. Just kind of looking around and hearing different people talk about it, how people see him as a better player now, Pool that is. And Charlie, you hit on all the things. The efficiency isn't quite close. Pool takes fewer shots at games. The true shooting is way higher. Um, we've, we've seen Pool play well in the playoffs. I mean, albeit you know he kind of the last couple of rounds, he's a little more fickle and a little more inconsistent. But that was his first playoff run. Twenty-three year old uh, finding his role still. So I think by the end of uh, off season, you know, the end of the preseason, I think Pool is uh, a warrior long term, and that's one that we've got ready to go. Yeah, I mean, I think. I agree with you guys. I, I I don't I don't think that this deal moves the needle um, in terms of where you know maybe a couple million here and there, ten million. But um, I I totally agree, man. I think Jordan Poole has proven that he is that guard of the future. I, I remember seeing something on Twitter like a few weeks ago, and it was like you know something about Warriors like, when they draft their point guard of the future, and a lot of people were like, "Yo, we we already got him. Like he he is there. Um, Jordan Poole is is that guy. Um, we've seen it, and the fact that he now has a championship run under his belt just the experience that he got it was up and down and I think we covered it on the pod during the playoffs as well but it was one of those learning experiences where as a like you said 23 year old guard that's exactly what you want to go through um in coming out my only my only question is um would he knowing that he could get maxed out what's the max that he can get from another team is it not it's not far off from the 130 or 140 so that's that's the only reason that i I, i'm on i'm on the page with you matt and chuck i think that a deal does get done um you know i don't think it makes sense for pool to go into this uh season as a restricted free agent just knowing that war is probably going to match most of the offers that are going to get and for the warriors they're probably going to if they're going to get any discount or cheaper rate it's going to be right now i think pool takes that leap this next season uh so just locking them up and uh you know getting getting that foundational, whatever, six, um, kind of get going. And um, you heard Bob Myers talk about it. They want to bring everyone back. I think that's every that's that's every fan's dream. That's every uh, player's, hopefully the player's hope too. And uh, funny you brought up Clay. I think uh, one of the best sound bites I heard was uh, from that shoot pan trip was uh, after they uh, they beat Poole and Moody in the three-point contest was uh, Clay saying, uh, you know, somebody, Poole tried to ask him a question and he was like, damn, Jordan Poole come for your guys' jobs too. Um, so I think Clay's also aware of um, kind of the situation and obviously his free age or his contract, I think is in two, two years or a year and a half or whatever it is. Um, so I think we will get to that point where, you know, they make that switch and Clay, you know, takes a pay cut um, having with the Warriors having taken care of him. But um, fun time to be fun, nervous time to be a Warriors fan in terms of what you can see, but um, this uh, for the future, but this coming season, I think that everything we've seen so far, we're in for a fun training camp. Um, ring nights off, around the corner, number four with uh, a shit show of the Lakers in the house. I mean, I don't I know it's preseason, but they got absolutely mollywopped <laughs> um, against the Kings. It was amazing to watch. Uh, great time. It's going to be a beautiful uh, ring four. Uh, but guys, listeners, everybody, YouTube 
people. Uh, it's that time, man. It's draft time. Uh, Matt, this is the one that we've been uh, we've been going for. Um, shout out Matt for the idea. Uh, but we'll be right back after these uh, short messages from Anchor. I'm still the uh, transition tonight. Um, and then we uh, it's the draft season, guys. Uh, so hopefully uh, see you guys in a little bit and uh, catch you on the on the draft. Hey, uh, with uh, can you guys hear this? I got my we got you, dude. Got the uh, the draft. The pick is in, and um, you know here at Team Gotham, we are going strictly vibes, um, Warrior player vibes, and I think it's only fitting that the first player that we pick for our squad is the one and only Clay Thompson. Um, man is the ultimate just definition of vibes. Um, best uh, catch and shoot guy, just the two guard that you want right next to Steph. Um, with KD, Steph, and Clay, I think we saw some of the greatest um, just scoring, shooting. Um, like you guys said, that 2017 team was beyond magical to watch. Um, some of the best basketball, but um, Clay Thompson, he's just he's been a warrior since day one. The guy loves the loves his team, just riding his boat up and down the bay. Um, just uh, and especially just the last two years that Clay went through um, the rehab, the the tearing of the Achilles again, or not again, but got hurt again, and then to come back, cap it off with the championship. I think you know Clay Thompson is is that guy, and uh, the, in, outside of Steph Curry is the definition of a warrior. Uh, so welcome to the squad, Clay. Um, Shit, my favorite Clay moment is definitely the 37 points in a quarter. Oh, my um, God, man. That was I, – honestly, I watched that clip or I watched those highlights again like a day or two ago. And Nothing like again, it. It's, I just remember like just – you'll never forget where you were when you saw that. That was Where were you? I was in my – I was in this house, my parents' house, at, on at the – sitting on like the piano chair watching this thing. And just the next thing I know, I'm just jumping up and down. The guy couldn't miss. Um, the funniest part was he had like – 22 with like two minutes left or something like that and just went on another tear which was insane um 37 a quarter hands down my favorite clay moment and the guy's got like 60 in 22 minutes whatever it was um so clay welcome to squad man um i think solid uh solid start to the first round boys um i am up second though on my my snake draft right yeah two picks mm-hmm. man two picks um can you can i uh can i see the available uh players um i gotta i gotta check out who we who we're drafting to these uh to these vibes um of course, of got clay two guard taken care of um you know i think let's see yeah easy answer here, man do i just go clay and draymond like is that is that gonna be my is that, should i do i do i get draymond green that is honestly draymond vibe as well um, the guy that you can count on, you can count on to get kicked out of any game. Um, just bringing the energy. Uh, Draymond is the heart and soul of the Warriors. Um, yeah, great vibes. Welcome to the squad, Clan Draymond. We are looking nice. I like, I like these two. Good consolation prize for the third pick. Fantastic. Cannot yeah, three of the best Warriors, three of the best five Warriors ever, man. That's not our two of the best five. That's pretty, pretty good stuff, man. I don't know what to do here, to be honest. I feel like I'm at a a bit of an impasse, man. Part of me wants to snag a good guard, the second best guard of the Curry era, in my opinion, Jordan, the third best guard, pardon me, Jordan Poole. Uh, part of me is also wondering, you know, you got to choose between Andrew Wiggins and the uh, 2015-16 Andre. Who are you choosing, man? I don't know. I'm going to get crazy here, guys. I'm uh, I'm taking uh, I'm taking Jordan Poole. With Kevin Ooh, all right. The best of JP so far. That well was done. that was the last stretch of last year. I'm going George Poole, my second pick. Um, I may my defense may live to uh, 
only play one game in this tournament of three teams. We'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, the guy, the guy can score the ball. I've got uh, second and third best peer scorer as the team has seen in the last 10 years. So we're on our way to the top boys. I like it. I like it. I love the pick, man. I love the pick. Uh, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, light. Great pick. Next to KD. Let's get it. All right. Uh, well, you know, you set me up well here and, uh, I, I would be I would be remiss if I didn't let uh, one of the most important warriors of this era fall out of the second round. Um, Andres Beadrin coming up. <laughs> you know, you know, I didn't I didn't want to have to reach on Smiley this early, um, but uh, no, it's it's going to be Andre Iguodala, folks. Uh, he's just he's just everything you could want from a defender, from a playmaker, versatile. Uh, team guy and he will also uh, work very well in a little forward tandem with whom I'm taking with my third pick which will be Andrew Wiggins great great stuff uh, Chuck building the perfect modern NBA roster as we speak this is fantastic that's what we do here you know we're we're all lambs on that roster and Matt you are back I, I feel like I feel like I'm at an impasse here, man. I've got to pull it up. Don't worry, Chuck. I'm good, man. I've got to pull it up here. But actually, yeah, go up there. Show the show the, show the crowd, man. Let's see what we can pull up there. Uh, so I need some wings for sure. I've got we've got KD. Obviously, I'm stacked at the the one spot. Uh, this is tough, man. I am I'm feeling a bit lost right now. This is not where I thought I would be. I was really not wanting that second pick. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I can get crazy here. I'm going to do something wild, man. It's not that wild, but it's kind of wild. I'm taking Harry B. I'm taking Harry B, number three. B, good. Got some outside, of, Andrew outside of those last three games, man, he was a good warrior. He was a great warrior. Yeah, he was Homegrown good, kid. 17 points, guarded the three and the four. Uh, I think he was close to a 40% shooter that last year in Golden State, if not at 40. Uh, you know, if things go a different direction, uh, Harrison Barnes is the highest paid warrior in 2016-2017, man. So here we are. Uh, he's is... on my team with uh, with KD and JP. So let's go. It's a great like pick. It. It's a great pick. Um, you know, I we got we got our we got our two guard. Um, I feel like we can get point guard. guards are a little thin, man. I think we could I might take a swing here. We got back to back picks. Um, but again, this team is is vibes. Um, I want to remind everyone I'm going for strictly vibes on the team. And one of the definition of vibes, at least from my experience of watching the Warriors, was um, this man, absolute lob threat. Um, I think had the uh, career high in uh, shacked in a full appearances before he got oh, to the Warriors. Um, yes. <laughs> and uh, you guys guess it, man. Give me give me Javale. Give me some Javale McGee. Um, getting getting some lobs from Draymond. Kicking it out to Clay, um, wonderful, just great warrior. I, I love Javale. Uh, the was he three, two years, three years, uh, however long he was here with us. Um, just fun to watch. He was a lob threat, something that we haven't really seen um, since. Um, hopefully, James Wiseman can can kind of step into that role. But um, Javale, just the way he kind of got his career back on track, and um, now he's a what a three time champion, whatever it is. Um, and he's a solid vet. Uh, love love seeing him play. Um, Great guy. So um, we're getting JaVale McGee um, to short down the paint for us. And um, now we need a guard, um, a little two guard here. Um, 
I know, dude. Ooh. Once you take Steph out of the equation, the point guard scene. It's a little, it's a little tough. There, there's a few, man. You got to dig back. Dude. Go look at Mark Jackson there. Yeah, I, you know, Jared Jack is kind of scre- screaming at me right now. I might, I might have to yes. get Captain Jack, but um, 2012 Jared Jack. He 2012 was, Jared Jack. That that pull up mid range just was uh, incredible. Um, but I might not go. Hmm. The rich Someone man talk maker, dude. You know what I gotta do? Oh, you know I got I got it. This man was only here for a little bit, and he's uh, kind of the reason why we have um, a, a championship. Um, shout out to Minnesota Timberwolves, but I'm gonna go D'Angelo Russell. Um, I liked his time on the Warriors. I really liked I really liked how that team um, with 15 wins. It was a tough one, but D'Lo had that 50 point game. Um, great scorer. Um, he was kind of coming off a great season with the Nets. Um, instrumental in that Andrew Wiggins trade. Um, absolute fleece got got our boy Jonathan Kuminga and Wiggins. Um, but Dilo was fun, man. He's a fun guard, kind of bad defensively, but we got Draymond and Clay. Um, so I, I'm not worried about our our, our guard guard defense. Um, Dilo, go cook, man, and uh, it's uh, drop some dimes. You got you got some you got a lob threat. You got Draymond, Clay. Good, good, good vibe. I like. I, like I kind of dig your squad so far, man. There's some cohesion there, dude. There's some there's some uh, there's some gold to be found in that in that cave, man. Well, okay. Here, here we are again. Uh, you know what? Chuck, can you scroll back up, man? Do you mind? What? Can you scroll back up, man? Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. I got one pick here. I think I think I know what I got to do. I think I know what needs to happen. Uh, also, a short, short uh, tenure with Golden State, but um, this guy was impactful, you know? He took uh, he took one to the team with uh, the villain Dylan Brooks, and I'm gonna go ahead and go GP two for my fourth pick. GP two next Jordan Poole. Yeah, Chuck, I I read your mind, man. I know where you're going, dude. There's none of that. Damn. Uh, I've got Love my uh, I got my backcourt. Uh, my defense is looking pretty solid so far. There's some there's some options going forward. So, um, you know, I like my squad. I like my squad. It's a it's a happy team. You know, besides the top guy. Um, let's go ahead, Chuck. You're up next. Uh, yeah, no, I was, I was getting ready to build my defensive super team, uh, around Steph and you really messed my plans up there. Um, so that leaves me with the need to pivot a little bit. Cause it looks like I got to get myself a two guard and a big, I thought I would be able to sneak in Dewo there too. Maybe make him like my bench guy, but Oh. Um, first of all, you know, we got to take care of business. Uh, arguably uh, the most unheralded player, uh, some would say of our time, uh, some would say of all time. Uh, one, oh, no. of the greatest, one of the greatest centers uh, that has ever walked this planet. Um, it's Kavon Looney, folks. Uh, great pick. Looney, you're dropping a little bit, but I love I love Looney. Good stuff, Chuck. Hey, you don't get to say it. You took JaVale before him. You know, I know. I should, I could have got Loon, but that was buys, man. I love Loon, but JaVale was just it was fun. Oh, my God, be real, man. If we're going buys, I think Chuck might have us both beat, man. He's got a happy team, dude. He's got a good team. I'm, I'm dude, going just like – First team all get drunk. I would go get hammered with any of those guys, dude. That sounds awesome. Yeah, That's dude. Fair. My team's got good vibes. What can I say? Clay um, carries it, though. I got Clay. We're good. True. This one's tough because, like, uh, like – I don't know. I want to go like Sean Livingston. I want to go Jarrett Jack and just have him and Steph run. 
Brandon Rush is kind of calling my name. Ognan Kuzmich looking nice at this pick. Uh, uh, Brandon, Rush, Brandon Rush had a moment, dude. There was a moment where Brandon Warrior. Rush looked like a, like a 10-year vet in this league with Golden State, man. Brandon Rush looked good for a time, man. Um, uh, this is really brutal. Um, but ultimately, uh, I think I, I got it. I know what you should do. I know what you should do, man. I'm going Sean. Good man. Sean's going to be my point guard, and we'll let Steph run the two. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, you got a big, long team, man. This is a, this is a team built for uh, all things Steph Curry on the defensive end, man. Let the defense yeah, take you home and let Steph just take you home on it's offense. Steph, it's Steph plus arms. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Uh, well, I know who I want already. This guy is a maestro from the high post. He picks teams apart, or he did. Uh, in his time in Golden State, uh, one of the best rim protectors we've had here in the last 10 years, um, the the greatest uh, the greatest anti-vax player the league has ever seen. Uh, I'm taking the big man, Andrew Bogut. Uh, we can't forget about Bogues. He uh, his time in Golden State was special, man. He was when he first got here. That was the that was the beginning of a, of a changed era in Golden State. People forget that, but trading him for uh, for Monte was uh, kind of the beginning of everything. So this guy changed this team to a defensive team. Uh, and again, him and GB2 connecting, man, that guy could find baseline cutters like nobody else. So give it to me. Let's get after it. This fan sounds fantastic. My starting five is set. Say good night, gentlemen. You know, when you started saying uh, he picked guys apart in the post, and uh, or at least he used to, my hands went to the keyboard ready to type David Lee. High post, uh, high post. And then, and then you said, and then you said, uh, defending the post and the rim. And then my hands went away from the keyboard. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you brought up David Lee Chuck. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you brought up David Lee Chuck. Um, the uh, the OG D Lee, and in my eyes, um, the only D Lee. Um, shout out, to, shout out, Damian Lee. Uh, nice guy. Uh, great, great, good warrior. More so, just for uh, you know being related to Steph. Um, He's land for Draymond Green, man. Yeah, I mean, my, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at my lineup. We got D'Lo at the one. We got Clay at the two. We got Draymond and JaVale kind of uh, shorned that thing. Kind of need, kind of need a three. And, um, you know, what, what we got here? Um, I want, I want to insert some, some youth. Um, you know, I think we have, we have some solid vets on this team. Um, but. You know, you can't, you can't go wrong with some of these young guys that we have right now. And I think um, having a guy like Jonathan Kuminga just kind of being – being he's a vibe guy too, man. JK is a, is a, he seems like a fun kid, um, just a high flyer. Uh, I think whatever shots that Clay and D'Lo do end up missing, I think Kuminga is going to be in there flying. Great threat. Um, you know, developing into a solid defender. Um, would love to see uh, Kuminga there in our in our starting five. Kind of let learn a little bit from Draymond as well. Got Javale. Um, well, my next pick though is one of my favorite Warriors of all time. Um, this man is uh, always always was known at least for me. I always recognize him with that little thing on his head. Um, I don't know what it was like a pimple or like a birthmark or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> And yeah, he, uh, he also got the shout out on our on our tweet, um, uh, you know, kind of previewing this episode. Uh, but just an absolute killer uh, pick and pop guy could hit from damn near anywhere. Man was a legend. Uh, Mo buckets, baby, give me Mo buckets. Um, 
want uh, want me some Maurice Spates on this uh, on this roster, kind of shoring up that bench. Um, great, great dub, man. Just an absolute, absolute fucking Warriors legend. Um, miss you, Mo Spates. Um, it's fun time watching you just knock down shots that had uh, at least I thought at the time had no business going in. So Bay no, business, no business, that no dude. business. That, no business. That that guy. Dude. He was like the uh, the dark side version of David West, man. Uh, yep. Got there. <laughs> not, not a good dub. Uh, I love them both, man. They're both great. Uh, you know, for my pick, Gotham also, your team is just like, you're like the Joker. You just want to watch the world burn. I don't know yeah, what's happening. I'm here man. for it. I'll wait for my next pick. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be just totally out of pocket, man. I'm excited for it. <laughs> um, yeah, for my next pick, I think for the backup guard spot, I'm going with a little bit of uh, Cockamaker, man. No, no way. No way. <laughs> Get him out of here. Um, no. Uh, next pick. There's This one seems easy for me, man. Uh, I'm taking uh, a little a young young old man called Otto Porter Jr. Uh, to come off the bench for me, man. Step in for the four or five. He's, he can play a little bit of three as well. Uh, I'll save a game or two when Steph is out. It'll be good. It'll be good. All right. I'm a fan. Um. I'm kind of thinking, like, going to the bench, I kind of want to have, like, a guard, a wing, and a big. So, I'm thinking with Livingston, you know, not exactly not exactly a spacing guy. Um, not exactly a guy who's going to, you know, really, really stretch the floor for you. Um, I think it'd be nice to have a little more of that, like a little more gravity you can have next to Steph. Um, maybe some guy can play in a pinch from now and then. So I'm gonna go with Jared Jack. Oh, nice. Great war, captain. I, I thought, was, I thought was, about was, taking it with my last pick, so I'm glad to get it. Man, that's great. And um, you know, even though the uh, the later years weren't exactly his best years, uh, wasn't wasn't the ideal product he put out on the floor. Um, but he could definitely still do some things and he could especially score. I think this team needs a little scoring. Uh, I'm going David Lee. Oh, good man. Oh, you're getting, you're getting an all-star there, Chuck. That's great, man. That's I mean, hey, we said the only all-star on that 2012 team. We said he's playing 10 on both ends, Chuck. That's awesome, man. Only all-star on that 2012 Warriors team that first made the playoffs. Steph got robbed that year and D Lee was our one all-star. Tore that hit flexor game. I think it was game one and was back pretty soon. Great, great pickup. Great, great dub. Man, you are getting a true, again, true six man mold there. That's what David Lee probably should have been. Hey, uh, 2012, 18 points, 11 boards, three assists. I'll take oh, no, it. Those. Ian Bogut picked him apart, awesome. man. They were great, dude. They had the real deal. Okay. Uh, well, Chuck, you mentioned you needed some scoring. I also need some scoring off the bench. And, uh, this is exciting for me. Uh, I, I can tell that with the roster I have, we, we're going to be championship, man. I'm taking the blur, Brazilian blur, Leandro Barbosa. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Yep. Yes, sir. I love it. I always love some blur. We going to be championship. Dude, right. you, go from, you go from Jordan Poole to Leandro, you have like the grossest first steps. There's <laughs> no stopping it. Nasty. Um, Matt, I like I, honestly. I I didn't really know what I was gonna do for my last two picks. Um, but after you said that, I want to see the world burn with this lineup. Um, I think I'm just going diving right into that. Um, I want this guy, man. This guy is the definition of just just great vibes, insane. Um, one of the funniest nicknames. Um, great guy, great warrior. Had a big open three um, in game five or six against the Rockets, where uh, it was great. 
Um, give me Swaggy P, man. I want Swaggy P on my team. He got D'Lo there. He can take it. He can take out his. He can take out his anger. Uh, we got we got D'Lo and Nick Young finally settling this debate. Um, again, another just guy that you loved watching. Um, loved Swaggy P. Uh, just great memes. Uh, I think that it's gonna add some culture to the locker room. Uh, I think he'll get D'Lo, uh, D'Lo getting straight. But wait, you bets. realize you're putting him and D'Lo on the same? Yeah, team. yeah, no, I did that very much knowingly. Um, Good. I, no, I, I, okay. I, I just want to make sure. One thousand percent. This pick was purely because D'Lo is my starting one, and uh, you know, I want, I want him to feel the pressure. Um, I think Swaggy P is going to bring that. Um, let's see what we got, though. We got, we got some, we got some height. We got some depth. We got. Clay, Draymond, JaVale. I like this team, man. I think this last pick is going to have to be um, a super dumb. Um, a guy that deserves um, recognition for being a part of multiple eras, albeit mostly about the first one. Um, one of my favorite people um, now in the media, uh, Matt Barnes. Give me Matt Barnes to show up his locker room. Um, just Good, man. <laughs> a great, great warrior. Dude, um, you... You I have mean, a locker room. I'll say that. I'm, I'm, I'm even here for, we, got, we, got, we got Matt Barnes, Draymond um, to kind of, you know, keep people in check. Uh, Mo Spates, Swaggy P, kind of just bring in the life. D'Lo, might, we'll probably ship him off. He's only here for like four or five months. So, you know, we'll make a trade somehow, <laughs> somewhere. It's fine. I'm here for four months with D'Lo. But um, this is my squad, man. I like These are some of my, some of my favorite Warriors. Um, obviously, the ones that you guys are taking as well are some good ones. But um, – Team Gotham is looking this, – this, this session is going to look nice, though. I will say we got Matt Barnes. We got Clay. We got – who else we got? Swaggy P. Yeah, oh, I would – great time passing pass the little thing back and forth, man. It would be a good time. This is a team meant to be coached by Don Nelson, man. This is uh, – uh, Yep, we need yes, Nelly. We need Nelly as the coach. <laughs> That's got to be it, dude. Oh, wow. Well, we're already at the end of this thing, man. Last pick of the draft here. I don't know. I don't want it to end. Let's see. Uh I've got I've got some scoring. I've got some defense. You know what I'm going to do? Uh, I I think I need. You know, actually, I thought I knew what I needed, but I don't know if I know what I need. Let's see. I'm thinking maybe Carl Landry, but I don't know, man. Carl Landry had a nice Ooh, little stint. He nice I don't have Jared Jack. I need him and Jared Jack in tandem. You can't have one without the other if you want to succeed. I feel like. Correct. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Chuck, <laughs> you know, Chuck, you're going for Jer- you're going for Carl, huh? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I got to see how this pick plays out. Could take uh, the garbage time, garbage time Steph and Michael Mulder. No, that's not going to do it. <laughs> garbage do, uh, time Steph. I'm getting. I'm. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bank on. We need, to, we need a little bit of youth. A little bit of. We got an older team here, except for Harrison Barnes. I I need some some name cachet here. So I'm taking a young fella from Arkansas by the name of Moses Moody with my last pick. Um, I, I think I wanted to go JTA just for the sake of having some energy, but I think Mo- Moses Guatemala Moody could uh <laughs> could do a lot of the same stuff, and he's got that those those young old man vibes. So we're taking him. All right, and uh, man, you know I've deliberated a lot over this last pick, um, trying to think, you know, who best fits this, um. But, you know, since it's the last pick in the draft, uh, we always call that Mr. Irrelevant. And, uh, you know, it's really hard to pick any better candidate for that than Richard Jefferson. Great. <laughs> Great. Well done. Great pick. Clank those two free throws in game one, 20, 
2012 against the Spurs, man, like we'll never get over those. Yeah, the goal the goal for my team is for him to play as little as possible. I love how Steph's on there too, so he just gets a reminder. Like every time he used to slander Steph in the in the media, he'd be like, "Yo, man, keep him in check." Rich Jefferson. Yeah, he's doing. He's like a player coach, but he's a media player. So like, uh, new media, <laughs> new pe- Exactly, he's new media. He goes on ESPN, but he also suits up to back up uh, Andre and Wiggs. And uh, yeah, no, it it makes things a little weird, but they they all kind of just ignore him. And you know, sometimes having like someone that you can uh, just colloquially uh, point at and you know laugh at sort of rallies the rest of the team together. Perfect. I love it. I I love I love Richard Jefferson as Mister Irrelevant, um, especially as his tenure as a Warrior. Um, I think it was uh, quite irrelevant. I, I think it's quite fitting. Quite fitting. Um, but these are the squads, man. I like the, I like these eight man teams. Um, just looking at it, I think, uh, Chuck just having Steph, Andre, Wiggs, Loon, that team damn near just won a championship. You had prime Andre. <laughs> that's true. Um, that's, that's, <laughs> true. I, I, I don't know. We, we've been talking about, you know, people disrespect the doves in the media. They got four of those players that just won it. So, um, uh, but Matt, you too, Matt KD, JP, Harrison Barnes, Peyton. I really like I really like Matt's team too. Matt's Matt's a fun team. I'm excited for our locker room in my squad. Um I think that Clay's just Clay's is gonna take off and be that be that just number one option that we've all wanted him to be. I think it, coaches I will think be of Don Nelson. I need Nelly as my coach. I will I will fly out to Hawaii and pick up Nelly as well as a lot of his um a lot of his um supply for our locker mm-hmm. room. I think that that would be necessary. And guys like Matt Barnes, Swaggy, D'Lo, eh. Dude, that's the problem. Like, what do you do if it's pregame, you know, it's the playoffs, like you're trying to get situated. And then Don, Matt Barnes, Woody Harrelson, and Snoop Dogg. Or Jessica Snoop Alba, Dogg. she was there during Matt, Matt Barnes time. If Jessica Alba's there every uh, every game for us with, with Nelly and, and the boys, um, you know, please, please come through. But – you know, we got we got we got a team full of full of good vibes. Um, D'Lo might we'll ship them off at some point, but your, your that, team should be your team should be coached by Latrell Sprewell, actually. Oh, dude, that'd be amazing. Just oh, that would be no, 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 no. He can't punch himself in the face, man. You got to get somebody else to coach that team, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, PJ you know, Carlissimo just is, yeah, where's like, PJ? Right. Yeah, we'll get his like cut out in the lo- in the uh, in the team in the locker room just so uh, we got that, but. Gentlemen, this was fun, man. Great, great idea, Matt. This great is fun, kind of going going down memory lane um, on some some of our favorite Warriors of this last decade. Um, guys, let us know what you guys think. This was fun for us. Um, we loved we loved doing this. Um, Got to post the teams and let get us know who won, guys. Let us know who won the draft. We will uh, we will put this on. We will obviously this is going to be on YouTube. So you know, comment below what you guys wanted to see. Um, you know, as you guys are watching the draft, let us know where um, we might have missed. We might have hit some home runs. Um, comment what your guys' uh, what your guys' team would look like. Uh, we'd love to hear about it. Um, let us know on Twitter. But uh, before we call this one a, a quits, Matt, Chuck, any shout outs? Uh, you know, I'll hopefully be getting back to the old writing soon. Finally got uh, all the digits working. So we love that. Um, for now, just, you know, uh, keep up with Game 6 Claypod at Game 6 Claypod on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Claytheist11 there as well. And yeah, hopefully we'll have some dubs content rolling out soon. We're we're only two weeks away, baby.
Yes, sir. Got nothing for you guys. Keep listening to the pod, please. Uh, obviously, once the uh, season starts, we get on a pretty pretty consistent schedule a couple times a week. So uh, stay tuned. This is uh, it's been a fun off season. We're looking forward to some, some preseason basketball and some uh, regular season basketball getting started in a little less than two weeks here. As always, follow us, man. Thank you so much again for listening, guys, and uh, watching this one. Uh, this was fun. But uh, until the next one, we'll see you guys then. Peace. State Warriors advance to their fifth consecutive Western Conference Final for the second straight year. They eliminate the Rockets here in Houston as they take this series in six games and they win game six without Kevin Durant. Just a painful way to end the season once again for Chris Paul, James Harden, and the Rockets.